0: Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. After over 10 years full time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021 and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a place for photographers who want to earn money with photography and live a better life. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. Since going full-time in 2010, photography has brought me more freedom, income, and opportunities than I ever imagined. It's been so positive for me that I want to show you everything I know. You'll learn more than just businessy things, though, including my favorite ways to be mindful and happier on this journey. You are tuned in to the Photo Business Help Podcast. I am Natalie Jennings, your host. Thank you for listening. I am in my office, as I've been for the last year, in Minneapolis. It is currently in the single digits of temperature outside. The only benefit to this, and people wonder why people live in these climates. I often wonder why I live here other than the fact that I was originally from here and my family and friends are here. One of the benefits of this crazy weather is that when it gets really, really cold, it's always bright and sunny. There are no clouds. It's too cold for that nonsense. So you just get these crystal clear blue sky sunny days, and... I have a lot of windows in my apartment and my loft, so it's just like bright, sunny blue sky and warm inside. So um, I really enjoy that. We We had a stretch of just total cloud cover for a long time, and I am definitely one of those folks that needs to be in the sunshine, hence all of the years I lived in Hawaii. So that being said, I'm grateful to see the sun peeking out again. My plants are all really grateful, too. I worry about them in the winter because I have so many plants in here and the light gets all weird when the sun shifts or the earth tilts or whatever happens and there's such a small sliver of like light that comes through during the day that they don't get as much exposure by a long shot. So they seem to be doing okay and uh, I'm grateful to have them too because it really perks things up in here to have so much greenery. I highly recommend plants. Of all kinds, just plants. They're wonderful. I've named my plants. I don't know where that stems from. I think because my grandmother, my Noni, my my mom's mom, she she took like such great care of her plants, and she insisted that her African violet bloomed because of Elvis. So African violets are they're beautiful plants, soft velvety leaves but they don't bloom that often and they're they're kind of finicky and you have to you should water them kind of from like the bottom instead of the top all these strange things and she would play Elvis like and if she would do that for a long stretch I don't know a couple weeks she swore that her african violet would bloom so i don't know how true that is but hey you know i believe my grandmother so i guess i guess that's a thing anyway Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about habit stacking. This is not my idea. It was mentioned in a book I recently read called Atomic Habits by James Clear. You may or may not have heard of it. It's a pretty popular book. He cites a whole lot of other references in the book. So I'm just going to put that reference out there to give credit where credit's due. I am really interested in habits. I'm interested in looking at how we study our time, You know, I mean, Beyonce and Oprah have the same amount of time in a day as I do. So so there are no excuses, really. We often say we don't have time, but we do. We just aren't making it. And we're prioritizing things differently. So I think that is something useful in conjunction with the idea of habits. And the habit stacking thing is something that I found to be really, really fascinating. And the idea is, is that you have a habit And I'm not going to go into the science behind how habits are formed, good or bad, but once there is a habit, you can add on or stack habits in order to get more out of your first habit, if that makes sense. So if I want to make sure that I check my email every day before lunch, and the first thing I do when I start my workday is always to go over my calendar, I could habit stack and I could add checking my email directly after checking my calendar so that I get used to going from one to the other. I think this is really fascinating. I do this with my morning routine. I have my meditation and my intentions. And then I always, always, always practice my Spanish right after that. And it becomes kind of like a whole new habit even though they're like smashed together, I don't feel like I'm finished until both of them are done. And when I do the first thing, it triggers in me this like, oh, yeah, I got to do the other thing. So I never, ever forget to do it. So that's like a super basic explanation on habit stacking. The main idea is that you're kind of reducing all of the things that you have to remember or all of the many tiny, tiny habits that you want to do. And you're kind of Smashing them all into one routine, kind of, so to speak, so that they all fit together, they all kind of trigger each other, and you get them all done all at once. I'm probably butchering this concept a little bit, but I really thought it was useful to share because if you're finding that you have all these little admin kind of things to do when you sit down to work, like I've got to do my email, and then I've got to post to Instagram, and then I've got to make sure that my schedule is all lined up for the day, try and treat those like a routine that you do the same way every time you do them. And eventually you'll notice that they start to trigger each other and that they all get done in one big clump. So fascinating concept, fascinating book. If you're into this sort of habit thing, if you're having some issues around productivity or sticking to things, I highly, highly recommend Atomic Habits by James Clear. One way that I've sort of I don't know, made this concept my own is that I, like on a personal level, I've decided to, I work out Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So four days a week. It's really lovely to have a day off in the middle. And I've been doing this for uh, a couple months now. And in order to reduce the amount I drink, because as you know, I go through consecutive months of not drinking at all, But over the holidays, I guess I should back up over the holidays and election season, I was definitely drinking more than I wanted to be drinking. And so what I did in my own way of kind of it's not really stacking, but it's it's a way that one habit can boost another one. And and so on the nights that I don't work out, I don't drink. And so that's and not that I have to drink on the nights the other nights. I, I often don't. But it's a really great way for one Great habit to trigger another great habit. So, I think the idea that I'm getting at here is just to look at the way that you're spending your time. If you feel a bit scattered, if you feel like you want to commit to more things, but there's like so many things to keep track of and you just feel all over the place, see if you can bind some of these concepts together. A morning routine is a great place to start, you know, getting all of those things out of the way first thing in the morning. You know, I don't miss meditation intentions spanish etc because they're all bundled together into this this morning routine i have so i just wanted to i was excited about the book so i wanted to share a little bit about it i think if any of this even remotely interests you you should check out atomic habits a lot of amazing information in there and that's all i've got for you today one more quick announcement about clubhouse if you've been hearing about it if you're not into it sorry This is just going to take a second. If you are wonderful, I'm at Jennings Photo, and I do a weekly Q and A every Monday at two p.m. Central Standard Time. Q and A for photo business help, folks. It ends up being an awesome discussion. I always learn a lot. I'm just moderating, but I'm not like necessarily teaching or anything. I'm just throwing out different subjects and seeing what people have to offer. This last one we did was about newsletters. And it was so informative. It was, I learned a a ton of stuff and I have more ideas that I want to test out. So at Jennings Photo on Clubhouse, following people helps you get pinged when they're in rooms that might interest you. So that's where I'm at. Mondays, 2 p.m. Central, if you want to jot that down on your calendar. Android users, I'm so, so sorry, but it's still only an iPhone thing, which I think is silly. Hopefully they'll fix that soon. After over 10 years full-time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021 and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll be back as always, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Remember in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.